Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. That's why it's America's number one sportsbook. Here are some more reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. How fast? As quickly as two hours. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day. Right when you log in, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Happy April Fool's Day. See, the fool is me because I can't even say the word happy. But joining me as always, spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs and... My gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? April Fool's, like I said, Harry, it seems like there's an April Fool's prank being played on you. You are... you're uh, taking another unscheduled um, vacation to somewhere you don't really need to be, but you had some hotel mishaps, right? I uh, did have some hotel mishaps here in Palm Springs. I've had to uh, I had to change rooms three times. AC wasn't working. And I told you my main pet peeve, when you go on the road and you're in hotels, the pillows have to be good. Yeah. I have to have hard pillows. I have had no- in this place I'm at nothing but soft pillows. So I've had to get pillows two two separate times, change room three times in Palm Springs today, going to be in LA later today, then heading to the uh, final four. Well, not final four, but heading to New Orleans on Sunday and I'll be at the championship game. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll race to 10 without you. We'll get into Uh, why you're going, why the hell anyone would, why you or your, your boyfriend, Ken would care uh, to go to that uh, (laughs) later on. But well, Harry, I I got a surprise. I got some, I got a question. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yes, you have to get a good night's sleep. You have a very stressful uh, next day ahead uh, as uh, today, but why don't you bring (laughs) your own pillow? If this is a problem, bring your own pillow. Uh, I'm not bringing my own pillow. People do that who care about uh, pillows do. less than you. Yeah. Angie does. Angie brings Angie brings her own pillow and that works for her, but I'm not bringing my own pillow. I just well, better get good pillows. You know, there's a chance Sal, they could get the room for free, you know, if they if the pillows are fucked. Up. Oh yeah, yeah. If you yeah. switch six times uh, for no reason, you get a free <laughs> Ken's room. Way better at that than I am. Way better at getting uh, rooms. For free. There you go. Uh, one of many things. All right, our one whining moment hotline, 424-225-2726. If you suffered a bad beat or a bed ache. During this tournament time, call that hotline right there. Leave us a message. We want you to be as emotional as possible. If you have a suggestion for Harry with this pillow debacle, do it. 424-225-2726. Hit us up on email, odds at gmail.com. And join our Extra Points prop quiz. Uh, there you go. Men's Final Four, Women's Final Four, some good NBA matchups. Ten questions and a tiebreaker. You hit first place, you get a nice prize, Bri. That gold cap is waiting for you. Mm. It really is. I already filled it out. Got to so get it. I Got to get it. All right. So like I said, we're going to go over the games. There's two left. Uh, and then there's one on Monday. Harry will be there. Uh, we have Tate Frazier on. We have NBA. You know, great game with Nets and Bucks last night. MVP odds. I want to talk about it one more time. How many times, Parley Kid, do you think we talked about MVP this year? In NBA? Probably about a dozen, Sal. Yeah, I think that's right. And I want this. I'm hoping this is the last one. It is. But it is. I would be one more. No, I think I I think it's I think this. I think we know who it is. So. 
Okay. All right. We'll go over that in a little bit. Yeah, because this has been a very, uh, Parley Kid and I, we went back and forth. I looked at it. Um, the longest regular season in NBA history, oh as far as I could tell, was 35 <laughs> weeks. There was one, there was a couple that were 34. This one, 91. 91 <laughs> weeks this NBA season is gone. I don't know. They figured out it's how that worked. Brutal. And uh, and now they're volleying for, I mean, Jesus Christ, the uh, Lakers Pelicans tonight. Like, like, oh, well, this could happen. This can happen. Like, what the hell are we doing? This team, both teams are 31 and 45 or the Lakers and Spurs are both 31 and 45. Who gives a shit? Really? Yeah. One of them's got to advance. Come on. NBA is yeah. very full of themselves, but college basketball is where it's at. Kansas four over Nova. 133 is the over under. This has gone down a tick from four and a half. Bry, what do you think it would be if Justin Moore was available? What do you think this line would be? Ooh, uh, one or pick them. You think so, huh? That much? Yeah. Harry, what uh, do you think? Uh, I was thinking Kansas two. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there, what I, I would think you know, about it's two. It's a good point. I, I just read an article. I didn't really read it. I just saw the title of the article, so I didn't really read the article. But it said something like uh, Villanova without more for themselves, personally. It's like a seven-point difference without what? them in the lineup. Oh, oh, oh points per game. Points the, per game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In terms yeah. of the swing of points... It's like seven points right. without him in. I think it would be one and a half, two somewhere. And I don't know. My, my yeah. point is everyone's counting him out. Like this is, it would only be a toss up anyway, if he was in the lineup and now he's not. And it's only ticked up to four. Um, I don't know. Look, all my money is on Nova. So I'd love to see it. I want to cash that 20 to one. I want to cash uh, the Gillespie. I think it was 28 to one for uh, most outstanding player, which we figured out starts tomorrow. Um, uh, because they have odds on those and we'll get into those, but I'm taking Nova here. I know they went ugly. They shot 28% and, uh, and one against Houston. They've allowed, I mean, it's going to be defense, right? Uh, I know he's one of the better rebounding guards. Justin Moore is, but I believe Jay Wright has a plan. He's got a nice yeah. rotation of guards. Um, they've allowed 65 or less in eight straight games and Kansas, you know, been playing great, but they could be stifled. You know, they only had 66 against Providence. They put up some clunkers, 29 the first half against Miami before they mm -hmm. routed them. 64 versus TCU, 62 against Kentucky, 62 against Iowa State. I know I'm cherry picking here, but the point is, it's not an impossible task to slow down Agbaji and, and Remy Martin. Uh, Caleb right. Daniels playing well. He'll be nice to rotate in. Chris Archie Diacono going to get more than his 10 minutes. Jermaine Samuels. We're going to figure out the Samuels Daniels thing in a minute. Uh, South region, most outstanding player playing well. Got some overachievers in there. 61 57. Nova wins. Grab the under. Harry, you like it under as well. I'll ride with that and score. So, yeah, I like the under. Uh, I've been pretty good in the uh, tournament here with my totals, too. I'm going to go under 133. Mentioned no Justin Moore for Nova, second leading score for the Cats. Kansas was tremendous in their second half versus Miami in the Elite Eight game, holding the Canes to just. 15 points, and only one team has scored more than 65 points versus Kansas in their last eight games. Meanwhile, Villanova's defense, we've said this a couple times now on past shows, their defense has been suffocating. They've held opponents to 61 points or less in six straight games, and in those six games, they've held their opponents to an average of just 54 points a game. Give me the under at 133. It's a different, by the way, I should point out, Harry, um, and I don't know that it posted yet, uh, Megan Connolly, your extra points nemesis, has the Nova game under as her mega lock of the week. You, you always oh, like to make fun of her picks and you guys are riding uh, together. Same train. Here. We, 
We've been, uh, we've been, uh, she, she told me she likes it a lot too. So, so, uh, that's okay. Like uh, okay. Plots. last time, last time they met, and I know you don't like this when I give these stats out, but last time these two teams met in 2020, the final was 56, 55. So totally the same thing. Exactly the same thing. <laughs> How many on the court? The same two. I don't know. Leslie was on the court. These are the kinds of stats that get your ticket into the final game. All right. Uh, Brother Bry, you like the Harry's bet, but more the first half. I kind of like this, too. Yeah, I like, you know, I do like Harry's, but I like the under 61 and a half. You know, we've seen a ton of really low scoring games in the tournament, but so, especially in the first half. Like mm-hmm. So Nova Houston was 47. That Nova Michigan was 59. Kansas Providence was only 43. You know, Nova, Nova already, they walked the ball up the court. And, you know, and with more out for this game, I think they're going to try to lower the possessions uh, even more. So uh, I think you can expect a low scoring game. And then now now we've talked about this before. You put this in a huge dome, right? So this is this is in a big dome. You'd expect poor shooting kind of out of the gate. Uh, So that's why I especially like the under 61 in the 61 and a half in the first half. Yeah, they're, for, yeah, they're shooting into the stadium lights. Already yep. these teams have had trouble shooting, especially against Villanova, like yep. you said. I This used to be a great trend, Brother Brian. I haven't dug it up because I don't think it's as... As good, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, it's not as successful as it's been in years past. But first half unders in both Final Four games um, has been good. Uh, and, I mean, and, and you can't ask for a better defense with Nova. I get the whole... Uh, I get the whole Justin Moore thing, but I like this. Parley kid, you're with Nova. Boy, I feel like we're all with Nova here. Well, so you and I, I think from the start, have been uh, yeah. touting Nova mm-hmm. uh, thanks to their um, defensive wizardry for sure. Uh, they got a great coach. Uh, look, I think give getting four here, I, I like it. I, I More or no more, I think you have to take the points in this case um, because, like as Brian said, I think this is – this game might trend towards the under, which only favors Nova. And it favors the team getting the four points. Uh, Wright will have a great game plan uh, for his team. Um, obviously, uh, Kansas is uh, ultra talented, but uh, Nova likes to, uh, they like these games to be a bit ugly. And I think they'll make it ugly. Uh, they'll make Kansas play at their tempo. Uh, and I think, uh, so I'll take the four because I think this, this game is uh, close all the way. All right, let's go to our props here. It should be a fun one. Um, well, I don't know if you, uh, those listening, remember my bet ache, but I had, uh, I thought I had Jermaine Samuels as a top scorer in the game against Houston. He went ahead of, what was it, Taz Moore, um, <laughs> 16 15 in the final minute. I'm jumping up and down. I cashed a 10 to 1 ticket. No, I had Caleb Daniels. Um, I didn't have Jermaine Samuels, similar sounding name. Not exactly. You know, it's not like brothers, one initial off Jermaine Samuels, Caleb Daniels, my fault. I'm an idiot. Guess what I'm doing? Jermaine Samuels, top scorer plus four sixty. Uh, <laughs> Samuels 55 in the last three games. Uh, I, I think actually think like a 12 or 13 points can win. This could be, you could be the top scorer with, 12 or 13 points. He's going to have to step it up. He's going to shoot more, I think, with more out, with Justin Moore out. And by the way, I'm not an idiot. I'm taking both because I know Caleb Daniels will be the top scorer. So Caleb Daniels plus 850, but my official pick is Jermaine Samuels plus 460. <laughs> Caleb Daniels 31 in the last three. Jermaine Samuels 55 nice. in the last three. If you could figure out what the hell I just said, God bless you. But the pick is Jermaine Samuels top scorer 
plus 460. Brother Brian, you like Samuels also, but in the rebounding department. Yeah, I'm going to go Samuels over seven and a half rebounds. Look, Villanova doesn't have a ton of size, but they rely on a committee, right, to rebound. So, And, and Samuels mm-hmm. has been their best rebounder uh, kind of by far. And then with more out, too, the, somebody's got to pick up the slack there, so yep. more rebounds for others. Um, you know, but his rebounds have been way up recently. He's had eight or more rebounds in six of his last seven games. The one game he missed out on, he had seven. So I think, again, like I was just saying before, I think you're going to see a ton of missed shots in this one, uh, which is going to lead to a higher rebounding total. So I'd take Samuels over the seven and a half. There you go. Parlay kid. I think I had this last week. Uh, Gillespie over four. Oh, no, I had four and a half assists. But you're betting Gillespie over four and a half rebounds. I think it's probably similar reasoning to Brother Bry's pick, right? Yeah, exactly, Sal. Um, I think Gillespie, uh, I think he's had 11 total in his last two games. Uh, I think Mm. with Moore out, who's a pretty decent rebounder himself uh, for his position, uh, there's just collectively going to have to rebound better as a team. Gillespie's a team guy who'll do whatever it takes to win uh, this game. Uh, And we expect a lot of missed shots, especially early. So uh, I like the over four and a half for a guy who's just, He's he's a winner, Gillespie, and he'll do whatever it's going to take. So even if he's not scoring or doing something, he will do those little things, and rebounding will be one of them. So let's take the over four and a half here. Harry, you like Agbaji under 17 and a half. I wonder if you go all these guys unders. Yeah. I don't know. I just wonder if if you like the under anyway, and you you have a shot at betting like eight players under, could you go six and – Two, maybe one of them goes way over, and then you know, like I guess I right. could go the other way anyway. But go ahead, explain. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, the adjusted number at uh, seventeen and a half at minus one forty eight. He's averaged eight nineteen the season, but hasn't been that great lately, especially in the tournament. He's gone under eighteen points in four of his last five games, and in those five games, he's averaged just thirteen points per game, shooting just twenty five percent from three point range in the tournament, and hasn't gone, hasn't drawn a lot of fouls and gone to the line. He's only got. Five free throws in four games, not getting to the line a lot. I like him under 17 and a half points, especially against his Villanova defense. All right, let's go to the the nightcap, the big one. Duke, North Carolina. Blue Devils, four-point favorite also. 151 over on, under, way uh, higher than the uh, Nova Kansas, 18 points higher. Uh, Duke's favorite by four. This highly anticipated matchup, obviously Coach K against his rival. You look at the numbers. What are, they've met how many times? It was, isn't it? A, someone taped someone. Sent us 99 times, right? 99. Yeah, this it's is the 100th time. This, this is, is number 100. This is that's incredible. I think it's going to be the highest rated live sports or sports entertainment program on TBS since um since Pistol Pez Watley slapped Bulldog Buzz Sawyer and beat him twice on uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling 1985. That was for you, Frank. I don't know if Frank's listening there, but I'm going Duke. I could see this going a bunch of ways. Everybody wants to lean on the Cameron Indoor, the big loss and everything. Don't forget, Duke beat them by 20 in February, right? Uh, in Chapel Hill. That And the difference was A.J. Griffin. He had 27. And then in that rematch, he posted five. He's having a good tournament. 46 in this tournament. There's a lot of overachievers in this tournament. I think more so on the North Carolina side. I mean, Jerry Ro- Jeremy Roach is playing out of his mind. But uh, Carolina's point guard, Caleb Love, is ridiculous. I mean, what his game against UCLA to get them where they are is one for the ages. I don't think he keeps it up. I don't know about Brady Manick. He averaged 15 this season, and now he's 22 in the tournament. I think they slow down a little bit. Uh, it's a good game. Duke, I think, blows it open with four minutes left. Now, if they revert to 
being 130th defensively in the last month, it's going to be a problem, but I don't think so. I think he's going to have them focused. I'm going Coach K, 79-70, and then we're going to have to watch Monday to see if K can cut down the nets. Parlay Kid, you agree with me? I agree, Sal. Again, um, Duke is the team from the first game. If you remember, I said we 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 not shock me if they were in this position and if they won it all. Uh, mm-hmm. Here they are. Um, there's a couple of factors that I think emotionally that play into this game. Obviously, uh, I don't think this Duke team goes down twice in a row to UNC here. I just don't think I think they there's a lot more. We could say, look, the, both teams are going to be super motivated in this game, but it just seems to be that the extra motivation has got to go to uh, the Blue Devils here in this game. And look, the Blue, they're firing offensively. They're a uh-huh. team that's firing on all cylinders here. Uh, dropping, I mean, just even against Texas Tech, 78 points against it. Uh, a good yeah. Texas Tech defense. Um, and uh, Harry and I were talking about this too. They really run some really good sets. Uh, they get good looks consistently more than any other team in this tournament. Yep. Duke gets, finds good looks yep. all the time. So I think that, I just think uh, everything combined, I think Duke gets this game. So I really do. I'll just roll with Duke. I'm not that, you know, I, I guess I'm not a Dukey at all, but I'll take, uh, let's, you know, take the you minus four here. And uh, I think they win by eight or nine points. Eight or nine. Eight or nine. Yep. All right, that's where right where I have it. 79-70. By the way, favorite people like, you know, then there's something to this. Like, oh, you know, it's such a rivalry. I'm just gonna take the underdog. Favorites facing conference rivals, the last NC double the last eleven uh tournament games, eight and eleven. Sorry, eight and three average margin of victory, twelve points a game. Um, and we know what Coach K has done in the final four, nine and three, average margin of victory, about ten points. Uh Harry, what do you got for this? Another total, Sal. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over 151. These rivals like to push the pace. First meeting the season, 154 points. Second game was 94-81. Blue Devils have scored 78 points three times in this tournament. The other game they scored, uh, 85. Two of the four tournament games for the Tar Heels, over 90 points. Center play has been special on both sides. Baycott, since the Duke game um, in Cameron, has uh, is 48 of 81 from the field. And since the ACC final, Mark Williams, they don't look to him a lot down low, but he's been amazing since the ACC final. He's 28 of 34 from the field from that game. A lot of easy buckets down low for both centers. I got some Mark love for you in a minute. Yeah, I, I just I can't imagine betting the over in any of these games. What is it, Brian? Like 10 and 2? 12 and two, the last 14, 10 and two, the last uh, unders, the last 12 games under the lights. Like we talked about, I, it's just, a, it's just tough to root for these overs. Uh, all right, Brian, you like Carolina. Yeah. I like Carolina getting the four, although I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I should change it to the first half, just thinking that Duke maybe comes out a little tight, but mm-hmm. I could, I couldn't let take it off this easy, you know, that we, if we all went Duke, we know what would have happened here. Uh, <laughs> but UNC, UNC has actually been, I think over the, you know, over the last month, they've actually been playing better ball. And I, I, I'm wondering, you know, Duke has looked fantastic. I'm wondering how much it has to do with the matchups, right? Against Arkansas, Arkansas is a little undersized against Duke, against Texas Tech. Te- Texas Tech just eventually just didn't shoot well enough. You know, UNC has been dominating teams on the boards. They'll be able to match up size-wise. Uh, you know, Duke doesn't shoot or make a lot of threes. So if the if the UNC bigs can, you know, stay out of some foul trouble, I think they can at least keep it close. 
you know, UNC, like I said, they've been playing really well. They're eight and one against the spread in their last nine. They're always good as an underdog versus Coach K. So maybe you won't get the fairy tale ending. I think this should be close, though. So give me UNC uh, getting four. Well, one thing you have going for you is UNC after four plus rest days this season, 10 and 0. Yeah. And eight and two against the spread. And by the way, four plus, I mean, the St. Peter's game shouldn't even count. It's really <laughs> like, it's basically six uh, games there. All right, let's go to our props here. Harry brought up Mark Williams. I like him to hit his uh, rebound total over nine and a half. It's minus 106. He had 12 the last game versus Arkansas. I saw 35 minutes in that game. 13 versus Carolina in that ill-fated game in Cameron. Um, he's had 10 against Miami in the ACC semi, 16 versus Syracuse recently. I think a lot of bad shots coming up his way, both his team and uh, UNC. Uh, uh, like I said, shooting into the lights, not something people get used to or early on. Lots of opportunities for rebounds. I'm going Mark Williams over nine and a half rebounds, minus 106. Parley kid, we haven't mentioned Ben Carroll, but he's uh, he's been dynamite. That's right, Salomon Bakari. Talk about a guy. Has he elevated his status now to the possible first overall pick in the NBA draft? Yeah, maybe. Through this tournament, he's sure, sure playing like it. Um, what I like about him, he doesn't really rely on the three ball. Uh, if he's open, he'll shoot it. But uh, he's more, uh, you know, mid-range uh, guy. Gets to the hoop guy. Goes to the foul line guy. Makes his foul shots. Don't discount the fact that's true. This Duke team shoots great free throws too, Sal. They are a mm-hmm. great free throw shooting team here too. But Boncaro himself, I love the way that he's playing. The moment does not seem too big for this kid. I think this game is going to eventually settle into a pretty high scoring game. Uh, 17 and a half is kind of right, right around where this guy is always sitting. Uh, but even in this tournament, he's been a little above that. So I'm going to ride mm-hmm. with him. I think he plays uh, possibly his best game of the tournament here. I think he goes for 20 plus. Let's take uh, Paolo Boncaro over. 17 and a half points. Been solid. Averaging 18 and a half this tournament. Like you said, Roach right there with him, averaging 13. Good. Any of these guys shooting over 50% from the field, you got to go with them. Uh, although the overs are scary, just in general. Bri, you're going with uh, Manic over two and a half threes. I mean, I don't think an Amish player's ever made um, three threes in a game. <laughs> he, really, but, he, really, he really does look like it. I mean, he definitely, you know, he definitely seems like he's. Still on Oklahoma, the way he looks. But um, yeah, over. Yeah. I thought two and a half was actually pretty low for him. You know, Maddox has been great. Uh, I mean, he's been great kind of in this tournament. has been great, but he's been great kind of all year. You know, he's had three or more threes in seven of his last eight games. He's averaging mm-hmm. eight and a half attempts so far in this tournament. And when you look back at the matchups against Duke in the two matchups, he shot five of 10 from three. And then the last game, he shot six of 10 from three. So I, I feel like if you're getting a little bit of a steal here with the with value of over two and a half. So I, I'd say he knocks down three or more in this one. All right. Scary. We're all going over props here, mm-hmm. Harry. You too. Yeah, I'm going to take R.J. Davis over three and a half rebounds. I know it's a little pricey here at minus 170. But I'm yeah, looking, you're not doing anyone favors with these bigs on these props here. As long as they win, that's all that matters. As long as they win. <laughs> but I'm just I'm looking for a lot of over props in this game in general, just because and, and Davis has been great since the last Duke game. Um he's uh he's uh had four boards in every game since that game, at least four. So I'm gonna go over three and a half at minus one seventy. Like again, a little pricey here, but I'm gonna take the over three and a half. All right, there you go. Hey, you could do it all on fanduel.com slash against all odds. Continue betting the bracket with a bang right now. FanDuel 
giving new customers $150 instant bonus guaranteed. That's right. You'll get $150 bucks in bonus site credit. And all you have to do is place your first bet of $5 or more. You could afford $5. Come on, get it up there. Get your $150 back. How you bet the bracket is up to you. You choose from the money line, totals, prop bets, overs, unders. Oh, so much fun. Plus, with cash out, the ball's in your court. So you can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. Join FanDuel today with promo code against the odds. Then you can place your $5 bet to score $150 in bonus site credit. Guaranteed. That's promo code against the odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Uh, Harry, you had Nets. Uh, you had Nets money line. Nets money line as my extra points pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they blew it. Wow, wow, Boy, did they blow it? Um, I mean, not only is he a terrible three point shooter, but Giannis, but but he he, he insult injury though drains a thirty five footer to tie it. Unreal. Well, and he's he's doing a lot to uh, improve yes, his stake is. for the MVP odds. I, I'll go over it here. So I took uh, Jokic early in the week. I had him at minus one forty. He's jumped up to minus two hundred. Jeez. Embiid is two to one odds. People have forgotten about Embiid. So probably yeah. bet Embiid. <laughs> Embiid had 37 points. Everyone's like, all right, he's done. It's Jokic or Giannis. And Giannis, uh, well, we'll talk about him in a second. But Jokic, uh, Parley Kid, I don't know. Here's what got me. Early in the week, a graphic came out on Twitter or something. 100 media members voted. 62 had uh, Jokic, 29 had Embiid, and nine had Giannis. I was like, if it, it was 48-41, I would disregard, but 62-29 for guys and gals who may or may not be voting get an actual vote. I imagine they don't have a vote, but that's pretty stacked for a guy. 27 points, 14 rebounds, eight assists. I have Jokic at minus uh, 140. It's up to minus 200. Parla Kid, you like him as well? I could look, look at those numbers you just said, Sal. Uh, yeah. The guy's uh triple-double machine. I actually have him to go for a triple-double for my extra points pick of the day today against the T-Wolves uh, tonight. Um, where would this team be without him? You know, we talked about this uh, with baseball the other day, and, of course, basketball at least gets it right because you would only be an MVP if you were on a top team. So I, I appreciate the fact that, the NBA gets that right. Unlike baseball, who wants to give MVP awards out for guys who are on last place teams. Mm-hmm. At least they get this right here. Uh, and but well, this wouldn't honestly, be a top team. I think they're looking at fifth place, yeah. right? Uh, six, yeah, but six right now too. I mean, look, they're gonna they're gonna win say fifty games this year uh, without Jokic. Where would they Where would they be? Uh, I mean, no yeah. honestly, Murray, Darren. No they're Murray a lottery team without Jokic. I mean, he's played mm-hmm. the whole year without Murray. Uh, for the most part, right? So the guy is um, far and away to me, the MVP. I think Brian makes a good point. I think he actually said it like uh, there's some other players like Harry, I think said Booker doesn't really get any recognition in this in this race for a team that's going to yeah. have the most wins in the league. So Booker I think shouldn't that's be 100. He, he shouldn't be 120. Right. He shouldn't to be 101, right? That, so. it's no way. So now. The, yeah, it's the best player on the best team should have much better odds than that. But I think this this look this award it's already determined Sal. So Jokic is getting it. So let's uh, if you can grab him now at minus two hundred, do it now. Yeah, I wonder how out of control this is going to get now, Bri. I'll make a case for you making a case. I think you said Giannis. He was sixteen to one this morning or yesterday morning, mm. and when I sent this out last night, I think it was sixteen to one before the game, the big win against the Nets. He's down to six to one. Um, and he has three big primetime games left. 
And so that's a big argument. A guy averaging 30 and 12 on a first place team, where, where the hell would the Bucks be without him? I put, I bet a little on him at six to one. So I already like canceled out my Jokic bet. But uh, so anyway, I have Jokic, I have Giannis. So uh, the the key is to bet Embiid. He's going to win. But you like uh, Giannis here. Well, I mean, I think, I mean, I think you can kind of get rid of Embiid, right? I mean, if you looked at Embiid and Giannis right now, Giannis has better numbers. If you look mm-hmm. at it, a little bit better across the board, he has better numbers. Plus you factor in the last game where Giannis, you know, they, they won yeah. against the 76ers and then mm-hmm. you factor in the last game. But I think you can, I don't know. I'm surprised Embiid is still, um, I don't know. I feel like he should be third at this point, but it's when you look at Jokic and Giannis, so the, both guys are probably going to break. I don't know who, you know, who still really looks at that player efficiency rating, that PER, but both right. guys are, they both might break the record this year. Um, it's just amazing to me that Giannis is tied, you know, he's averaging over 30 points per game here as well. Um, and I think, you know, what you just said before, I mean, you had Giannis had two, two really important wins, right? That 76ers win. And then last night, just on national TV. Um, and he was directly involved with that scoring 40, right? In both games. And then, you know, if, if Jokic gets the sixth seed, if the Bucks get the first seed, I, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, I, I have no problem with it either way. I, I could see somebody being bored with Jokic winning for uh second year in a row here, yeah. though, too, uh, odds-wise. But it's like, I, I don't think he can go. I, I really almost should split this award, probably. All right, Harry, you have anything to say other than Devin Booker should get more recognition? <laughs> You know, Jokic, by the way, 58% shooting on the season. That's insane. But uh, I have, uh, the last couple of days, I've exchanged some messages with Megan Connolly. She really is high <laughs> on Giannis. She's got him at plus 680. She feels very confident. I kind of think he deserves it a little bit. Eight of the last nine games, 30 points or more, 30, 12, and six for the season. But these last two games against the Nets and the Sixers, 40 points in both of them. And, and B, I don't know. I, yeah, you mentioned Sally got 37, but three straight losses to Phoenix, Milwaukee, and Detroit down the stretch. And we, we know what Philly does in the playoffs too. It doesn't really show up. And so I think Giannis definitely is right there. Like Bry said with Jokic, but boy, 58% and his stats is two, two assists shy of a, averaging a triple double without Murray. It's pretty insane. It's so funny because without, I don't even think this is a discussion. Well, it's always a discussion because everyone's got to go crazy. I mean, we had a podcast last year where Perk um, listed uh, said the, the league is a sham if they don't give the MVP to like 35 players. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, so it's always going to be a discussion, but I really think if the nets hold on yesterday and Brown doesn't shove Giannis into Durant, right. in regulation, and they yep. called for the offensive foul. I think this is a, uh, an open and shut case for uh Jokic, but because Giannis won that team won and he had a good game. And like I said, he's got some primetime games. I think we're going to, be talking about this. I'd like to not talk about it, but I think we are well, going to talk so about Brian it. Brian makes week. a good point. I mean, I, it, Brian actually said this too the other day. I mean, Luka Doncic doesn't get any talk. Yeah, he's, he's got at like great numbers. And Dallas somehow has forty-eight wins on the year. Uh, right. He he, but, he doesn't get but, any love, and he indeed. should be right in that discussion too. D also though, like I do the, the Booker talk, but like I did say in the text message that we said, like if Golden State, Golden, everyone loves Golden State. If Golden State had the same record as Phoenix. And Steph Curry had the same numbers as Devin Booker has. Would people still be giving the MVP to uh, Jokic? Or yeah, or I didn't not? understand this. But if if who what what happened? It, if, <laughs> if, if 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 the Suns if the if the Warriors had the same record, the Suns did. Just reverse it. Say the Warriors had that record, and Steph Curry had the same stats as what Devin Booker has. 
would he be the MVP? Would he be the favorite? Knowing their record, having having them be I ten games better than anybody he else, certainly in the league. wouldn't be same numbers. Twenty to one. Everybody loves Steph yeah. Curry, right? It wouldn't be one hundred twenty-one. He, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be ten to one, Darren. Yeah, in my right. mind, he missed a lot more games than he did. He didn't really, Devin Booker. He has he has like fifty-nine games, sixty games. I don't know what it was, but he's uh he's definitely uh been playing. Um, so, so what? Last yeah. question I could ask you about this MVP uh, in yeah. this season. We say it's long, and we understand that it's a long season. How many games should you be allowed to miss before you get that MVP award? Well, that How was the game last year, right? With MB or who, who was, uh, yeah. I mean, well, Jokic had played all of them, right? I think he played every single game. He won't um, have done that this year. He'll have missed a few this year. Right. But what what yeah. would you say? Like Giannis has missed 13 games. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he sat another one or two here. Mm-hmm. I, might, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if he misses 15 games for the season, I mean, you're I don't know missing... what the record is. Like, what, what, what the winner, the least, uh, the winner with the least amount of games played. But I, I, I bet there's somebody even lower than 15. But Probably. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think you should have to play 70. There you know. go. Giannis um, isn't going to get there. I have a big money line parlay. I had some hockey teams on it. I had uh, who was the big NBA favorite yesterday? Oh, Utah over the Lakers, and I'm closing it with Boston and the Spurs. Both 15 point favorites, but I have them on the money line. Who screws me? Does someone screw me, Harry? Which one? Spurs? <laughs> uh, you'll be okay. You'll really? Be okay. Spurs play the the uh, Portland twice at twice. home. Like, is yeah. it back to back days or do they play like tonight and Sunday? I don't know what it is, but they're twice in a row uh, at home. So I'm sure it'll be the Spurs. And I'm like, oh, why, why am I betting so much on a 31 and 45 team? But uh, Lakers Pels tonight. I think it's over for the Lakers with a loss. Now, Anthony Davis will probably play. They showed him on the sideline. Um, play, and then he'll fall over and everything else. But Lakers yeah. are home. And uh, New Orleans, obviously, this is his ex-team. Um, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The Lakers are plus 270 to make the play-in. It's crazy. You got real quick, you guys, uh, who wins this game? Parley kid? <laughs> Lakers are cooked, Sal. Let's... <laughs> They're done. Yeah. So let's go with the Pels. Definitely. All right. But why not? Pels. I don't know. I just so the Pels, Pels don't really standings wise. They don't. They're in right because their odds to make the the play in was. Uh, um, hold on. Well, what they're was what, it? they're what they're two games. They're two games better than. The Spurs. Oh, Brian, they're minus twenty thousand to make the play in. Wow. Really? They're to make the play in. Okay. I mean, well, uh, could well, that change be things so- up? What the hell must the rest of the uh, schedule look well, like? Well, the Lakers, we looked at that last time, right? The Lakers schedule is really tough, right? Besi- aside from this so game. So that's and it, the, basically, yeah. And, they're and not the Pelicans have beaten them six. two in a row. Pelicans yeah. have beaten them two in a row. Yeah, the Lakers would have to win four to six. So three out of five in Pelicans addition to this won one won last night. Did they play and win last night? Uh, the Pelicans didn't. I don't think no, they played. they were they? off. They were yeah, off. they didn't okay. play. Yeah, so I don't know. It's interesting. There's a lot of a lot of crazy numbers there. Um, the Lakers are plus one seventy to make the play in. Um, one seventy. What did I say? Two seven. I guess I guess that changed. And the Lakers are plus seven sixty to make the playoffs. Harry Pelicans or Lakers? Oh, Pelicans, absolutely. There you go. All right, Bry. Yeah, I, th- I think it's easy. Yeah, Pelicans. I think it's easy. All right, let's do it. Uh, Sharp Tank.
Let's get it going here. Now we have a lot of we have women's final four action tonight. You guys give me a pick going into the weekend. I'm going to jump on one of them. Bri, you've been successful with the women's uh, college basketball. You like uh, Louisville tonight. Yeah, I have. I, I had Louisville last week, too. I gave that out. They yep. were a favorite. Um, yeah, but I like Louisville getting eight and a half. I actually do like Harry's EP pick. I, I'm i rooting for UConn. I have a feeling Stanford will win that game, but I do have Stanford at six to one to win the whole thing from a few weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I think eight and a half is too much. I think this Louisville team's been disrespected for a while. Most people, they look at them outside of these other top three teams in the tournament and they say, they they just don't get the respect there. I mean, they were 29 and four. They are a phenomenal defensive team. So that, I mean, that's why I like them getting the eight here. They were all over the place in that Michigan game. If it wasn't for fouls that they, Michigan might not have even scored in that second half. Mm -hmm. I really like this Louisville coach. The, the little guard on, on Louisville Van Lith was, has been probably one of the, you know, maybe the most impressive player over, over the whole tournament so far. I mean, don't get me wrong. South Carolina is the team to beat. You know, they've kind of been the best team in the country all year. But I just think, I think eight and a half here, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think it's way too many points. If you like them, I know eight and a half is different from winning the game, but eight to one Louisville uh, to win the whole thing uh, on Sunday. Mm. Um, what do you like just uh, just uh, as an aside? Because I know you've been following this. Can uh, UConn Stanford, which is uh, Stanford's one. And uh, a half I think Stan I think Stanford's better. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah, I think overall, I mean, I think UConn's kind of survived. They survived that Central Florida game that was really close and they survived that NC State. I mean, it all depends. Like if Paige Becker's, you know, is as healthy as she was mm -hmm. and played as well as she did the last game, they have a shot. I just feel like Stanford's overall team is a little bit better right now and they're a little bit more veteran group. So. You can get Paige Beckers to score 15 or more and UConn to win at plus 164. So that almost would have to, right? It's somewhat, something like that might have to happen. Wait, do they actually have those stats up? They do. They yeah, actually player, have... player oh, performance oh doubles. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, oh my God. forget it. Oh, Brother Brian. <laughs> oh, I didn't check add out more money to your account, Brian. I did not see that. Emily hmm. Angsler to score 15 or more and Louisville wins plus 560. Come on. Mm, <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, now Haley Van Litt to score 20 more, 20 or more. 20 or more and win. What is that, though? That's 520. They also have 15 or more and Louisville to win. For yeah, her. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if Louisville's going to if Louisville's going to win, she's going to have to have a big game. But I, if I was going to take that, I would just take Louisville to win the game out, outright. All I wouldn't right. take the brother. Right, by. That's where you go for all your uh, women's final four um, prognostication right there. All right, Harry, you're back to the men's. You try to uh, pull a fast one on us. You want to do Kansas uh, exact matchup, and, but that's yeah. just a money line parlay, right? So yeah. And, and uh, what are on FanDuel paid plus plus one twenty five if you just chose that. But if you just did the parlay itself on both teams on the money line, it pays plus one. 35. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to Duke and Kansas uh, first in the, in, in the Kansas game. Again, adjusting more injury might be too much for Villanova to overcome. Kansas is the one team, but they kind of be treated like the redhead stepchild here Whoa. because the publicity is all going to the UNC Duke game. And that might just be fine with Bill self in Kansas and, and UNC crazy run since Cameron beat Marquette by 32 was up 25 on Baylor. Um, but I think there's a situation where it's not going to happen again. Coach K's kids won't let it happen again in the storied rivalry. I think the situation UNC won the battle, winning the game at Cameron last uh, regular season game, but winning the war is coach K and Duke. 
on Saturday and move on to the championship game. All right, Parlay Kid. Uh, I think there's some MMA action, right? Stuff no, I'm staying on. away from that. I think uh, I'm going to go with NHL. I've been uh, kind of riding a nice hot streak with my sharp tank NHL picks. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go against my Islanders um, in their neck in this mm. game against the Rangers tonight. Um, I think the Islanders. Oh, think, my. And Eddie really? Cont- yeah, minus, I'm going to take in the Rangers minus one and a half at plus 146. Whoa. I think the the last time the Islanders and Rangers played, I believe uh, the Islanders beat up on the Rangers a little bit, a little payback time here. The Islanders are tired. They're a tired team right now. They managed to get a, a 5-2 win last night, so they played last night. Uh, Varlamov, who was in goal last night, is most likely again in goal tonight. Just a tired mm-hmm. team. The Islanders are still better than all the other mediocre teams that surround them. The Rangers just a step up right now. And the Islanders just, uh, like they, we sh- saw against last weekend when they played Tampa and uh, forgetting one of the other top teams they played. The Islanders just couldn't stay with them. They just don't have the the legs or energy right now. R- big game for the Rangers to maintain their second place standing in the Metro over the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Rangers beat up on the Islanders tonight. I'll take them. Minus one and a half at plus 146. Wow. All right. Well, Spaghetti, we're going to need your thoughts. I mean, we know what's going to happen here. The Rangers are going to win by one, and then uh, everybody Uh, loses. Right. Yeah. Spaghetti, (laughs) is this a game the Rangers are going to get? It scares me a little bit just because they're a team lately that's played up to the competition and they played down to certain teams. Like they did lose the Isles. They lost the Devils. Um, They had a tough game versus Detroit, and they had to come back and use overtime to win. So, I personally wouldn't be shocked if it is a, a close one. I would, I would probably take the Rangers on like the the money line here, but giving up goals, I'm not sure. I feel super confident with. All right, there you go. All right, I got to think about this now. Uh, you know, Bry, I think you're super locked into the uh, women's final four here. I'm going to go Louisville plus eight and a half. Will I have South Carolina on a giant uh, money yes. line parlay? Yes, sure, will. of course, I will. <laughs> of course, I will. With like Man City and some other dumb shit, I'm sure. Uh, but, but for now, <laughs> Louisville plus eight and a half because Bry has uh has been doing it right with the uh, women's final four and the women's tournament in general. Harry, it's April first. You are going to be married in less than a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, twenty uh, twenty nine days, right? Wow. Are you ready? You got to do no, it. You, you got to get some traveling in before place. you do it. Yeah, right. Oh, right. Yourself, yeah. Is he ready? Yeah. I mean, is he ready? Come on. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't been ready for 50 years, Darren. I mean, right? Here's what you do. Know. You have a big wedding coming up. You got to let it. Oh, no. You well, you I guess money? I know. Uh, oh, no. I think um, instead, of, instead of cash, I'm just going to get Harry a couple uh, pillows. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Get him pillows. <laughs> That's it. I know what to get him now. I'm going to yeah. get him some pillows. My That'll pillows, be much, are, my pillows are good. That's great. Why don't you just wrap up, um, you know, like 15 of your 30 Golden Girls shirts and make it to your liking. Make a pillow it's, out of that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Really? Do this something. is what. Yeah. But like, honestly, like Harry really should be like portray himself as like the every man. Right. But then when he comes on here and spews <laughs> this crap about pillows being too hard when he's sleeping yeah. in the fourth seasons. Right? No, no, and no, all not, not the fourth season. Oh, no, season. no, not no, no. come on. Give me a break. This Rolling is like, people can't relate to this crap. They can't relate to it. It's really, it really damages your brand, Harry. It really does. It, it's <laughs> not brand. a good look for you. For whatever brand Listen, you're I, trying I'll to. say this. What you are you doing, Harry? Harry? Darren, Why do you have right to go with time. Ken on all these trips? Do you have to go with Ken? <laughs> 
Well, you got to explain. Darren, who's going to explain like how points are scored in basketball and stuff like that? Of course, I'm in order not to talk about that. No, listen. But listen, I'll even say it's that last time Jimmy. After last time Jimmy Kimmel was in Vegas when we hung out, in, oh, it was a couple of years ago in in uh, in uh, Phoenix. He stayed at a Hampton Inn. No problem with Jimmy, right? No problem staying at Hampton Inn. Yes, what's your point? What's the point? point? It's a, well, Darren's kind of saying, yeah, four seasons a lot of times. I guess it is sort of that way, but uh, not this time, Darren. Just a high at this time saying it. And the pillows were not good, so I need good pillows. <laughs> so bring your own damn pillow. Like I, you have, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out like what, uh, I'm not bringing my own. I don't pillow. know. Like if, if they pillow on a flight, no thanks. Are you okay what? with the Bible? The Bible they provide in the room? They don't. They don't right? put them in there anymore. You're good they're, with they're the ice bucket. <laughs> they don't care. What, ice buckets. What was, the, la- what was the last time Harry saw Angie? Uh, you know, <laughs> Bri, You know it's bad luck to see the bride three months before the wedding. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Uh, Next week, we're going to have, I guess, Tate is delayed or something. So I I think we may have to sign off here. Uh, Maybe we'll get him later. But uh, so uh, but next week's a big one. Oh, my God. Opening day. Baseball Thursday. Masters tees off Thursday. We have some fun guests for baseball. This is where it starts getting good. Parlay kid. Right. And boy, if your Yankees could stop crying about the Astros already, Brian Cashman, the well, cheating scandal. It is the bad. reason we haven't won in 13 years. Give me a break. I agree. No, look, I agree with that. Not, here's the thing is you're not going to hear me defend the Yankees on most of these issues. I mean, it, it's yeah. ludicrous. Uh, they just, I was hoping they, you would, they've but, underperformed right. throughout <laughs> the last several years. That's the bottom line. They're, and Cashman has lost any touch he had as a GM. He has lost. He is. He probably uh, should not be employed by the team anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, to say the cheating scandal's a reason the Yankees haven't won in 13. What, what about the other 12 years? <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> that I got a little good. mad dog in there. <laughs> a that's good. That's, that's great. Spaghetti, <laughs> what, what do you think? You still hate the Astros. You want to beat the shit out of Altuve. <laughs> I do. You're I on do. Cashman's side. Yeah. That is true. Uh, I'm not. I, if if Cashman made the the proper moves this offseason and he's still firing shots at the Astros, I'd be like, all right, I'm kind of with that. Like, they didn't really serve that much of a punishment. But now it kind of, like what the guys were just saying, it kind of reeks of like, a last uh, attempt, like a Hail Mary of sorts of just being like, well, you know, our offseason didn't go our way. And he's like still being a kind of petulant child about it. So it's yeah. <laughs> it's not very Yankee like. All right. It is. There you go. All right. So but either way, baseball star. I'm very excited. Next week, Harry's getting married. Harry's going to the final four. I think we're going to wow. still do race to 10 anyway for that uh, Monday yeah. game. But yeah. check these guys out. Extrapoints.com. Free picks every Day one whining moment hotline 424-225-2726. Leave us your bed aches. Leave us your most agonizing moments of the weekend, sports-wise or otherwise. Extra points prop quiz is extrapoints.com slash arcade. Go out, get yourself a gold hat, and that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for spaghetti, for meatballs, for degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, nah, nah.